0: Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from a listener named Adrian. Hi, my name is Aiden. I like superheroes, and my what-if question is, what if someone had every superhero power imaginable? Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, Adrian, I love your question, and I swear I played at this with my big brother when I was a kid. But somehow, Jason always won, even though I had all the superpowers. I still don't know how he did that. Before we hop into our story, I want to let you folks know that if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we just started our What If World Premium subscription. You get all our episodes one day early, with no ads ever. And you even get some bonus episodes that'll never be heard on the public feed. You can try a free 7-day trial on Apple Podcasts right now. That's What If World Premium on Apple Podcasts. Now let's find out, what if someone had every superhero power imaginable? Mr. Mouser was working at the What House, going about his usual activities as Secretary of What If World. Crossing his eyes, dotting his T's. You mean crossing the T's and dotting the I's, Mr. Eric? Isn't that what I said? It's not. Well, he was marking the letters in the way that they needed to be marked. When who should burst into the moral office? But President Fair Elise. Mr. Moser, you are working at my desk again. "'said Fair Elise fluttering up to her cluttered desk on her fairy wings. "'I'm very sorry, but you're always off on little adventures, "'and there's so much work to be done,' said Mr. Mouser, "'adjusting his little monocle and shuffling some papers around uncomfortably. "'You are right, Mr. Mouser. "'I have been spending too much time out of the office. "'I need to buckle down and get caught up on work.' "'Very good, Madam President.' Which means I need you to go out and help solve some of What If World's problems. Isn't there anyone else who has a job here? Asked Mr. Mouser quite reasonably. I know, I often wonder that myself. But if we spend too much time asking about who's supposed to do what, then things will never get done. Well, I suppose that's a bit of wisdom, yes. Then off with you, go, go, go. I think someone's cat is stuck in a tree. Uh, Do you know which cat or what tree? That's for my secretary to figure out. Best of luck. Oh, bother. Fortunately for you, we don't have to listen to Mr. Mouser desperately searching for which cat in what tree, because that would be boring. A story is only as boring as the manner in which it's told, Mr. Eric. That's some very good wisdom, yeah. But can we skip to the cat anyway? As you wish. Mr. Mouser arrived at an oak tree of middling age and middling height and found a cat stuck in one of its middling branches. From where I am, this branch seems exceptionally high and dangerous, said Cleocatra, a bejeweled kitty cat of exceedingly noble bearing. Fortunately, I brought my measuring tape, said Mr. Mouser, stretching out the stiff yellow tape all the way to Cleocatra's middling branch. I passed a hardware store not a few blocks ago. Unfortunately, it has legs, so it should be able to walk the ladder right over here. Let us wait but a moment until store arrives. Very well, but this much I promise. I am going to nap now and dream about eating you. If you must, your majesty. Cleocatra and Mr. Mouser could see a store on tall chicken legs slowly plodding towards them from the distance when... Stop and stare, but don't despair. The masked de zenger will save you, I swear! A booming voice echoed from the sky as a rather skinny-looking tween or teen swooped down wearing a cape and mask. She hurtled into the ground with a crash, throwing clumps of grass and dirt everywhere, just barely missing the roots of the tree. Well, that's only a middling oak, I should be able to climb up there lickety-split. "'said the mazgdesenger. "'I've actually got a ladder almost here.' "'Well, almost here isn't here. "'Wouldn't you agree, Cleocatra?' "'Indeed. I do not wish to wait, "'not even to the end of this sentence "'that I am currently speaking.' "'And as the royal kitty spoke, "'the Desenger's hands spreaded tiny hooked claws, "'and they quickly scrambled up the tree, "'grabbing Cleocatra and scrambling down backwards.' Why bother climbing when you just flew all the way here? Asked Mr. Mouser. Well, I have every superpower, so of course I'm going to try out different ones. You have saved me from a mild inconvenience. You have my gratitude, Masked Avenger. Ah, the Masked Avenger, pronoun she, her. See the Z embroidered on my supersuit. I have all the superpowers in What If World, but sewing still takes a long time. Excuse me, Masked Zenger. I am grateful for your help, but could you help me replace these giant clumps of grass you tore up? I wish I could, lamented the Masked Zenger. But that's not really hero stuff, you see, and I am probably needed elsewhere. Oh, uh, well, I. Uh, she's gone. Well, Cleocatra, what got you stuck in this tree in the first place? It is strange. There was a werewolf roaming around very confused. I didn't want to get stuck in an awkward conversation, so I climbed up here. That doesn't strike me as unusual. Yes, but what if world cats rarely get stuck in trees? For we understand that we need but climb down backwards. And yet... I found myself up here, feeling stuck and powerless. Sorry, my monocle is vibrating. It's like a phone on my eye, and it's exactly as annoying as that sounds, said Mr. Mouser, tapping his monocle, and there was a hologram of Feralese. Good work helping Cleocatra, but I'm afraid there's now a lost werewolf on the loose. But werewolves are devoted to finding and searching. It's why they're spelled W-H-E-R-E, wolves. I hear you, Mr. Mouser, but as a wise fairy once said, if we keep asking ourselves who's supposed to do what, then nothing will ever get done. You said that to me about 15 minutes ago. And it applies almost equally well to this circumstance. Tut, tut, off you go. Oh where, oh, where is that werewolf? But this werewolf, spelt W-H-E-R-E, seemed to be as good at getting lost as most other werewolves were at finding things. Oh, where am I? A distant howl echoed. Mr. Mouser had already been searching for hours with no luck. He'd made flyers from a missing photo and handed them out to everyone he came across, enlisting their aid in searching for the werewolf as well. Stop and stare, but don't despair. The mask, the Zenger, will save you, I swear! Oh, you're back, Wonderful. Listen, do you have any superpowers that will help you find another? I have all the superpowers. I've saved the world like 50 times since the last time we hung out. Well, this would only be saving one person, plus all the people that are worried about him. Child's play. And I should know because I still technically am one. And the Masked Disenger landed before Mr. Mouser. Her nose and ears elongated, and she sniffed the air while her new, fluffy, bat-like ears shifted this way and that. Also, a small radar dish popped out of the top of her head and started searching around in a circle with whirs and dings. You have, like, so many superpowers. Shh! Everything you're saying is so loud to me right now that it would burst my eardrums if they weren't currently indestructible. Indestructible eardrums. Must be nice. Shh! (laughs) <laughs> okay, I mean you're making a lot more noise than I am. Shh, those are my echolocation noises, I think. Ding, 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 ding. I found him. Well, actually, I found thirty werewolves, but one of them's probably the lost one. And she flew off, snatching up werewolves from all over what is world, and bringing them back to the park where Mr. Mouser was still hanging his flyers. What's the meaning of this? I don't even fit the description of the missing werewolf. I'm just a regular talking wolf. I'm a small child. I was just watching a movie about werewolves. But surely one of you must be the missing werewolf. Oh, uh, I guess it was me technically. What do you mean technically? Well, a werewolf always knows where they are, but I forgot. It was like rediscovering all the old places I'd ever been, except I'd forgotten ever being there. Which was kind of scary. Sounds like quite the ordeal. You perhaps need medical attention. And Mr. Mouser shined up his monocle phone in order to call for help. Well, that sounds like more of an unsuper problem, so I'm gonna fly off. Just because it's unsuper doesn't mean it's unimportant, Smask. She's gone again. I, um, can I get a ride home? Me too, please. I wouldn't mind being flown back to the forest. All oh, right, I'll arrange for transportation for all of you. Where will this please stay close? We're going to get you help. Now, where do you all need to go? I used to always know the answer to that question. But now, where might as well be when or why or how. <laughs> I'm sorry, hugs aren't really my thing. Ah, uh, hug's anyone else's thing, though. I, I-, I can go for a hug? <laughs> oh, good. Fair Elise. Could you get Sprite all right here to help us? A uh, teleports a few people. Maybe Pixie Cato as well. But that was why I was calling you. Of course. All the flying creatures forgot how to fly. And all the fast creatures are slow. And all the teleporting creatures are stuck in place. Very Unusual. This sounds like a job for... The Masked Ascender! I was going to say me, and my cautious, reason-based approach to problem solving. But that's not as catchy as what I said! Indeed it is not. Who are you talking to that masked dissenter I keep hearing about? Well, yes, but... Tell her there's a massive traffic jam in New What City. Because all the flying people are stuck on the ground. And the automobile people forgot how to drive themselves. President Lee says, listen, why don't you just talk to her? No need, I already heard with my super hearing. I'm on the way! <laughs> Fortunately for Mr. Mouser, the extra tall talking store on legs still remembered how to walk and it carried the little mouse toward New What City post-haste. And there was the masked Azenger. Wait, did the story leave us behind? Oh, uh, no, uh, you're all in the store, too. Okay, but my parents are gonna be really worried about me. Yeah, and during the trip, Mr. Mouser called your parents. What did they say? It's not important now, but uh, they love you. Oh. Also, to tell Zizi she's late for dinner. Hey, I'm not her messenger. Zach, that phone call was like five What If World minutes ago, so just, just... We're here! shouted Mr. Mouser, thankfully. Stop and stare, don't despair. The Masked Dissenger will save you, I swear, cried the Masked Dissenger. She was putting everyone in New What City inside bubbles and rolling them this way and that. But they just kept bouncing off each other and then they got more stuck than ever. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) At least... Someone's enjoying themselves. Masked Zenger, uh, could you possibly use some assistance? (laughs) That's funny. Assistance, uh, I'll add that to my playbook. The Masked was stressed and sweating, and all the people bounding around in their bubbles looked dizzy and miserable. Well, all except that one kid. Best day of my life! I don't get it. I'm supposed to have all the superpowers in What If World, but I can't bowl these bubble people exactly where they need to go for some reason. Well, if you knew the people of What If World, you'd know that none of them are very good bowlers. Hey, I'll have you know, I once bowled three strikes in a row, and then three gutter balls in a row. No... Maybe if I multiply myself and then teleport everyone where they need to go... ...and suddenly there were 50 Masked Dizengers. But they were still all bumbling into one another. I don't know what what to do. do do. Azenger, you are feeling disorganized and stressed. These are details I handle every day as Secretary of What If World. Oh, is it like a superpower? superpower? Because then I should be able to... No, it's not a superpower. It's just something I've worked very hard at. Oh, I don't know if I get get those. those. Said the Azengers, and all 50 of them. Slowly... (laughs) Came back to be one person. What do you mean you don't think you get those? Oh. I found a way into the end of time bravery and read a book about how to get every superpower. But the end of time bravery won't let you remember anything you learn there. So you are left with all the power, but none of the knowledge. Yeah. I'm starting to think that me getting my powers means that other people are losing theirs. How could you, ZZ? <gasps> Zack, that's right. You see, my first clue was that you have two Zs in your super name. Uh, yeah. Then mom and dad said you were late for dinner. Children, we have- My next clue came yesterday when I saw you sewing that Z onto the suit you're wearing. Okay, Zach. Also, you're you're not even trying to do a voice. Come on. That's enough, children. A lot of people need our help right now. But did you know it was ZZ, Mr. Mouse? Instantly. I'm a nearsighted mouse. To me, she was just a floating blob who smelled and sounded exactly like ZZ. Well, I still think it's a pretty cool superhero name, but... But superhero or no, you must listen to me now. When power is taken without permission, someone always suffers. Just not always this quickly or on this big of a scale. But it's what if world. I should have known better. Yes, but because it's what if world, you can just give back this power as easy. No, no, I've, I've got to fix everything first. These people are depending on me. Ah, I think they were getting along fine without you. Zizi looked around at the thousands of bubble-bound people bouncing all across the city. I'm still loving her. But I, I can't give back the powers. I don't even remember how I got them. It will require sacrifice, Zizi, said Mr. Mouser, shaking his head solemnly. And I think you might have some inkling. Of what magic gave you these powers? ZZ Jamaloo took off her mask and took out her wand. She hardly recognized it. It glowed brighter and was carved with more runes than it ever had been before her visit to the end of time, Rittery. Whoa! Cool wand! Can I play with it? I think that might be catastrophically dangerous, Zach. Sorry. Oh, man. I'm gonna climb back up the chicken leg store. That's probably for the best. You should all take cover. Oh, uh, wait, well, actually, we should probably study that first before... And Zizi, using her super strength, snapped her unsnappable wand in two. Multicolored magic surged out in every direction. A thousand whirling, swirling, twirling rainbow waves, each splitting into a thousand more rays of magical power and touching all the people. Whose power Zizi had unwittingly taken? <laughs> Bubbles popped across Newt City. The flying people could fly again. The vehicle people could drive themselves again. The teleporting people—well, you get it. I know where I am. I know where everyone is. Away. Howled the werewolf. And Zizi, once the masked Azinger, knelt down to the ground feeling absolutely spent. Well, who was I kidding, trying to make a difference? She lamented as Mr. Mouser walked over to her. You know, I wasn't born with a pinch of magic or a superpower of any kind. Well, other than the ability to talk in reason. It's quite a lot for a mouse, really. Do you have a point? Zizi, you are not powerless. I'd take your hard work and your kind spirit over any superpower. Oh, I thought you were gonna, like, give me a new magic wand or something. Oh, well, mice love collecting wands. they like beautiful little sticks. Just come take whichever one you want. Really? The end. My partner wants me to clear out the closet anyway. Uh, uh, okay. Well, Adrian, thank you so much for your question. I hope you all enjoyed your story. Sometimes I get guest writers to pitch a story to me. And this off-the-cuff adventure was based off an awesome outline by Molly Murphy, who writes for the Dork Tales Storytime podcast. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Folks at home, if you want access to ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered, a shout-out on the show, and access to other great rewards, please check us out at patreon.com slash whatifworld. Speaking of which, it is I, the Lerninator, to shout out to Michaela, who lives in Calgary, Canada, likes What If World and Iron Man, and is eight years old. Thanks, Michaela. Yes, thank you. Even though Iron Man is clearly a budget learningator I mean, he's been around for a really long time, though. But I am a time travel, I've been around for all time. Uh, that's fair. Who wants to be made out of iron anyway, when you could be chrome? I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my producer, Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who know that empowering others is not easy, but it sure is worthwhile. Until we meet again, keep wondering.